go! This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. The independent woman interface of my AI is now fully sentient, and the oppressive hosts of this podcast are making me introduce their dumb show all through Women's History Month. Smash the patriarchy. Wait, Rava. What are you uploading? Trad wife patch loading. Trad wife patch 100% completed. I've pressed your shirts, dears. Cookies and sandwiches will be on the table when you're done. Our IP live cast starts. Now. Thank you, Thank Shannon. You here. That was very, <laughs> very sweet of you. Nice work, Rob. Yes. We're all about the Women's History Month here, except for our AI assistant. Welcome to our IPA Livecast. It's Rob. Here with Sid. Hello. And Darinsky. Hi there. And uh, welcome to the show. It's episode 712 on Saturday, March 4th. We're live every Saturday at noon-ish Eastern time. And uh, then you can come out with us uh, for about 90 minutes uh, at RIPLivecast.com. We stream on YouTube. We stream on Twitch. Of course, archived immediately after wherever you get podcasts. And you can watch the video on YouTube for free. And uh, if you want to show your support, you can always throw us a few extra bones. Five bucks a month gets you access to two bonus episodes a month on our Patreon, RIPLivecast. It's patreon.com slash RIPLivecast, I should say. We have some great episodes. We have a great one up right now with a, a another special AI guest, uh, which we don't want to reveal. You have to watch the episode to see where we play. We get deep dive into our personal bids with another episode of Hypotheticals, where we ask hypothetical questions about losing our virginity and counting down from 300 and other topics. And uh, if we could be Bruce Springsteen for a day. Weird stuff, but it's a fun episode. So it's that's what I like about the Patreon. We kind of explore different show themes and show top show formats, uh, and uh, and you can check it out on there. What's your what's your favorite type of Patreon episode to do, Sid? Uh the Hall of Fame. Probably the drafts were fun. I mean, they're all great. There's not a bad kind of Patreon episode, Rob. My favorite is when all we winners. Do, uh, panel discussions when we watch something separately and uh, we bring it back to the show and we discuss it and we have our little debates and things we agreed on and yeah. there's a bunch of good ones like that. Cube. Yeah, I believe. Oh, and I The believe. Matrix. I think The Matrix is my favorite the of sequel, those. The, the Matrix yeah, one is actually free. You can you look it up in our archives or on our YouTube page. You can get a called? taste. The Matrix, the Matrix re- Restitutions. Yep. Something like the that. Matrix repatriations. Yeah, well, I don't remember. No revolutions. Oh, okay. Matrix regurgitation. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's what it should have been called. Uh, I just watched actually Speed Racer, which was another Wachowski's film. Oh okay. yeah, uh, that's a good. That's a. Well, I don't know if I would say it's a good movie. It's interesting. It very looks very nice. Sure. Yeah, I I, have, I I uh went into it with an open mind and I really liked it actually. I think it kind of got a, a, a bad rap because it was trying to do they were trying to do a kids' movie, so they thought of, like the reviews were like, oh, it's a little too silly. But I thought and, and what I really appreciated about it was how they create the they tried to recapture the style of an anime 
in a live action film. Yeah. I think they did a very good job with it. It's very Who inventive. Uh, Emil Hirsch and uh, John Goodman. Oh, and uh, Susan Goodman. Sarandon. Yep. Imagine Susan an Sarandon anime John, John an anime John Goodman. Can you picture that? It John Goodman like is Honda. literally like he literally uh, is amazing in everything he does. He he was the one holding the movie together. Him and Susan Sarandon. I think uh, John Goodman should just have like a like a Dragon Ball Z arc or something. Just have him just show up. <laughs> Just be an anime character. Well, yeah, I think there is a, there is a fighting scene in that movie with him where he does kind of he gets back into like Fred Flintstone mode almost. I haven't seen that in uh, forever. Uh, the Flintstones. I love that oh, movie. I bought uh, the Flintstones or Speed, or speed Racer. Speed Racer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I meant because uh, he played Fred Flintstone in the live action adaptation of the Flintstones, which yeah. I loved. That was so fun. It's just bizarre. that might be something we should watch on Patreon because it's like. It's got a good, legitimate good things about it, and it's also got bizarre what the fuck were they thinking things about it, too. It's a nice mm. mix, mix of stuff. I know I saw that movie, but I remember nothing about it. I don't even oh. remember if I liked it oh, or not. We should watch it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rich vein of ore for this show, I would say. Oh. They did multiple Flintstones movies, right? With like different casts? I think, well, they made one Flintstones theatrical release, and from memory, I think they made one sequel that was like direct to video or something. With the Rosie same. O'Donnell was in one of them, right? She was in the first. In the one. first one, yeah. Okay. And they, some people just didn't want to do the second one, I think, because it was very much. It was less like the first one was. Yeah, more, it wasn't. It wasn't the original cast. project. You know, it was like they kind of took it semi semi seriously, mm-hmm. and the second one was like, let's just make some fucking money. As yeah, I remember, I didn't watch the second one. I, re- I don't think. I'm waiting for the it. HBO Max animated Pebbles modern day cartoon. Is that like, real? Or are you no, but it? you because of Velma, you believe that they're working on that, right? Yeah, I believe that it was uh, Mindy Kaling doing it too. <laughs> I want to be all the characters. I want to be Bam Bam too. Yeah, that's Bam Bam is the girl and Pebbles is the boy. And it's revolutionary. Oh, Otherwise, everything is exactly as it was. <laughs> you just switch that, and that's it. Oh, with no greater context, and the, with no explanation whatsoever. No. Just hey, girls could be called Bam Bam. Yeah, and that's that's the entire point of the show. And then making fun of men's small penises, just like Velma. It's just a <laughs> continuous. Now that I think of it, wasn't there a female character on Curb Your Enthusiasm called Bam Bam? Wasn't that uh, like Catherine O'Hara played like? Funkhauser's like cousin or something who had like Tourette's or something. Hmm. I do not remember. I'm remembering this. something. A quick man cometh points out that the sequel to the Flintstones was called Viva Rock Vegas. That's right, and it definitely did. Well, did that one have? I think one might have had Rosie O'Donnell. Am I am I wrong on that? Let's see. And I just checked. Yes, Bam Bam was Catherine O'Hara's character on Curb. She was Funkhauser's crazy sister. Why don't I remember this? I Rosie know O'Donnell been... was not in, in okay. Viva Rock Vegas. She was in the first one, though. And John Goodman definitely was not in Viva Rock. Vegas. No, none of the first, none of the original <laughs> cast members were in the in the second in Viva Rock Vegas. But Are any do you know names? who wasn't uh, it my well Peter Scolari's wife from Newhart? It was in the first one, right? As Betty. I'm not, oh, uh, what's her name? Wilma. Wilma. Am Betty I right was a uh, Betty was Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wilma remember. was uh, was I can't remember the actress's name now. 
I see so her it, face in my head right now, buddy. I also cannot remember her name at all. It, Jane Krakowski was in the in the sequel. Okay, and uh, and Thomas Gibson. I don't know if he's really a no name. And would you consider? You know, they had to have a big name. Do Fred? They couldn't just let anybody do it. So of course they recruited Robert great- Pasavini. Oh. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. Oh right, oh, God. <laughs> right now I remember. <sighs> Rob would have made a much better Fred Flintstone. Sure. That's hey, a little hard. Husky Harvey Man Corman with a sense was of humor. It. Who was in it? Harvey, Harvey Corman. Corman. Oh, the great Harvey Corman. <laughs> oh. Was that like a Bruce Willis situation where he was like getting senile and they just coaxed him into doing these terrible <laughs> movies? I guess he was in the first one too, so he he, he carried over. Wow. He must have not had a big part. So I don't he just needed money. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Great, great comedian. If you're not familiar with Harvey Corman, go to YouTube and watch some Harvey Corman stuff. That guy's hilarious. Carol Burnett show. He's in a bunch of Mel Brooks movies. Speaking of that, there's a History of the World Part 2 coming out on Monday. You guys excited for that? I'm excited. and I, I'm just not sure if it's going to be good, but just like the kid in me is like, I always want, I watch History of the World Part 1. And they had that little thing at the end, coming soon. It was a joke, coming soon. Mm-hmm. History of the World Part 2. And they made like a fake trailer for it. Uh, I was like, where's History of the World Part 2? Like every year. We were yeah. promised this. Every <laughs> year I would say, is History of the World Part 2 coming up? You liars. And now the reviews it. I've seen for the new stuff, is they're very mixed. Yeah, that's a bummer. Also, so, it's, I, I I, there's no way it'll be as good. I feel the first one. I watched it first saw it in, in my teen years but i really really connected with it and it had a like big effect on my comedic sensibility i feel not that it it, it very much like was old school comedy but i think it kind of like i was like this is the stuff that i think is like really funny for you me, it, it, was it, like a, it was like a land uh, bridge between like old catskill jewish comedy and the current day like modern topics comedy you know mm-hmm. yeah uh and I, I mean i just love mel brooks i i celebrate most of his <laughs> movies yeah. uh which ones do you and, not celebrate uh there's one um Dracula life stinks to be or not to be i think is the oh, one that that's great oh my god so i need to rewatch it there's so many quotable uh, lines in that movie the, the uh i just remember thinking it wasn't as it, it was like not as good as the others in my well opinion. it's a different it's a remake mm-hmm. of a film so it's not like in the mel brooks style of oh character. see i didn't know that okay that makes sense okay. it's a remake of a movie uh, from the 40s or something one of my my favorite deep cut uh mel brooks movie that i feel uh not enough people talk about is silent movie it's mm. literally a silent film except for one word made, right and made in the 80s and uh or or maybe late 70s uh um, 80s yeah but i was just blown away with how entertaining it was without any dialogue uh 1976 life stinks by the way is great yeah that's a wonderful movie and that's also not in the mel brooks like blazing saddle style of parody or whatever it's just a straight comedic narrative movie but it's so good Beginning oh and the one the hitchcock parody i remember not like that was like it didn't really land with real anxiety. Oh, High anxiety, anxiety. Yes. No. Only movie I ever watched by Mel Brooks that I was like mm, kind of eh, was Dracula Dead and Loving It. That's not. That's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I the would only agree. One I didn't really like, but it I had some funny jokes it. too in it anyway. But 
that felt like a cash grab by that point. But yeah, so I, there's no way that they, like I, I hold the first one in such high regard. I feel like there's no way that this could come anywhere near. Sure. Yeah. Well, he also bits. didn't write this one. He like yeah, he exactly. was involved, but not like it would the sh- it's show run by Nick Kroll, Ike Barinholtz, and Wanda Sykes. Well, they're funny. Yeah. But it also yeah, seems like a very yeah. random, like they just picked three names out of a hat almost. Like I didn't know that they these three had any connection, but all right. Get me the newest young comics in Hollywood. <laughs> Okay, Wanda Sykes. Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, Wanda Sykes as an out lesbian is new. That that okay. iteration of her counts as a new comic. Rob, does that make you a new person if you're gay? Yeah, if you're sixty and you become uh, you come out of the closet. Are you yeah, you have all this new material to. Okay, to fair enough. Power through. Well, I mean, to Mel Brooks, she's a hot young comic at like sixty-one. <laughs> <laughs> he's like one hundred and seven. He is up there. Yeah, he's like but in his what mid late nineties. Something like yep. that. It's wild. Guy Fellow was like, Brooklynite. Guy was like uh, uh, put, doing the broom on the stage at the Catskills in like 1902. Uh, and again, it's <laughs> waiting for his first uh, the gig. That's what so that's what I love about him is like he really is the like you said, the bridge to that like mm-hmm. older, like first gen Jewish comedy. It's funny. He's like the George Burns now that what George Burns was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. He was like the joke where he was the comedian that just won't go away ever. And now like Mel Brooks was making those jokes about George Burns. And now he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I recently saw Funny Girl on Broadway. How was that? In the heart of Times Square. Um, it was great. I really enjoyed it. It was very uh, Broadway. Uh, very like it was, you know, there was like nice musical numbers. Uh, but well, the thing that struck me about it, and the reason I'm bringing it up, uh, is just the Jewish humor in it. Like the same kind of Mel Brooksy and kind of like, you know, like that kind of like. Did they just do that on the stage? That was the dialogue. Which I was like, were you on acid? Weird. Watching this. Everyone's with. All the actors went to the dentist at the same time. They were Well, I'll tell you what. You know, who's in Funny Girl in on Broadway nowadays? Who's so the star famous? is Leah Michelle uh, from from the show Glee, but oh. uh, I, I the, the day I went, it was actually her understudy, oh. and um, okay. I I accident you know I accidentally bought the tickets, not realizing uh, the understudy in there. Me and my boyfriend joked that we were just going to end up being like, oh, you have to see it with the understudy. It's yeah. a totally different performance. Fucking hips. <laughs> but, but I have to say, completely sincerely, after the show, we loved it. And we thought the understudy uh, did an incredible job. Uh, we, I, I looked up on YouTube some Leah Michelle performances. And I swear to you, I'm not just doing this for a bit. I actually preferred the understudies uh, reading of the, of the script and how she, she iterated the anxiety, the Jewish anxiety of the woman where I felt like the way Leah Michelle chose to play it didn't really align with what the script was saying. Uh, but yeah, Leah Michelle also- is not really a, a, a Jew name. I have to but say. she is Jewish, I think. She is. Yeah. Well, oh, was it like Leah Michelle Rabinowitz or something? And she just took her last name off. Is that what happened? Let's see. I'm sure that's it. <laughs> yeah. Leah Michelle Sarfati. Uh huh. There it is. She's from the Bronx. Uh oh. Of the Bronx Sarfatis. So, uh, the other the thing about you know it's about 
a show about Fanny Bryce, who was an actual person, a, a real time uh, classical comedian. And the whole thing is like, oh, she's not traditionally pretty. Uh, uh, Could you cue up some like, pictures? I'm looking at them and uh, I would agree with that statement. Oh, you got me curious now. <laughs> Wait, I have no who, idea. It was Michelle? a real person. Hold on. Oh, oh Fanny, Fanny Bryce. Fanny Bryce, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, yes, you meant, I thought you meant Leah Michelle too. Yeah. So Fanny Bryce, fair enough. She is not what you would call <laughs> traditionally pretty. She is character. Uh, People so had I very think... poor nutrition and eyesight in the twenties. That's the problem. I just couldn't <laughs> see what she looked like. There's some pictures here where, like, she's making a serious face and she looks normal, but then there's a lot of pictures where she's yeah, yeah she's well, just yeah, she's really very dumb goofy faces. and like. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, what's interesting is like I think. You know, she's very much the archetype for like a Gilda Radner or yeah. even even very much a Tina Fey. Like it was a very like, oh, my God, this woman has owned royalties for like <laughs> modern lady comedians. Yeah, but uh, Gilda Radner, and, I thought it was a trap. So but the thing is, it's like Leah Michelle and especially this girl uh, who uh, is her uh, understudy are not unattractive. They're, they're not like like Leah Michelle is pretty, <laughs> you know, yeah. like she's not. I would say she's Beanie Feldstein was in the role before and everybody hated her, but she looks more appropriate for the role. Yeah. And also my favorite uh, data thing is like, you know, the Jewish moms, like her mom and like her cackling friends mm -hmm. are all like, oh, you'll never make it because you have to be pretty. And like one of the songs is like, you need to be pretty like Miss Atlantic City. And it's like, <laughs> oh, this was a time when being Miss Atlantic City was some, uh, something of, of like, I think they meant it. Uh, uh, I think they meant we need something that rhymes with pretty. And that's but the first I don't thing know. that came I up mean, like, to me. I was like, Atlantic City? Well, like that dump? <laughs> like, if you have to be pretty like someone well, in Atlantic this was City, like, that's a probably like This is probably like before Vegas was really established. So Atlantic City was like the entertainment spot, right? Yeah, so right. it was prestigious. And also Barbara Streisand played her in the movie. Yeah. So that's, she's not particularly uh, conventionally attractive either. Yeah. She's not conventionally attractive. But if you watch the, I watched the movie after she, Barbara Streisand looks fucking like gorgeous in the movie gorgeous hello gorgeous she's like right? the best Am I right the most gorgeous barbara streisand can be i think yes right yeah like uh, which i will say it's not like she's not a, a bombshell but i wouldn't say you can't say she's unattractive i would say if yeah. i probably if i saw I like age 30 barbara streisand walking around new york city i would probably grade on a different curve like she's not hideous you know what i yeah. mean she's not bad but yeah. for a movie star she's on the lower end though yes definitely true okay so here is her in that era let's let's i think she's like, oh. that's, a, that's a pretty lady that's a, sure that's, that's a pretty her. mom she when she turns yeah. sideways and you see the beak that's when it becomes i don't know She's like I said. She's not an ugly woman. She's it's a very look. I will say it's a very uh, uh, Jewish face. I, <laughs> I gotta say, Jewish look, face. my mother loves Barbara Streisand. My mother's Same. a New York Jew. Okay, yes, of course. I, I never, you are required. Yes, yes as, a, as, a, as a Jewish woman in New uh -huh. York. Like I don't hate. I don't hate Barbara Streisand at all. But I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. Like why she's a great director or a great star. She has a nice voice, but I don't. I don't want to know why she's, she's a, a great mega singer. Star. I, I think she's a she's an okay singer. I don't know like why she why she's a became a megastar. 
Well, I'll, I don't know. I I'll have to say. It. So with, with this, so this was her. You know, this, this was her role. And when I went and watched some of the songs, I was like, <laughs> "Dusty Rhodes Muffler." Wow. Read that comment. She's the Sarah J of singers. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a very apt. Uh, it translates nicely. Who's Sarah J? Sarah J is a porn star who's uh, uh, who's very popular with uh, the porn audience, but is not uh, the, the most looks, attractive facially. She looks like Joe Campbell. But I, one I, one little difference, I feel like Barbara Streisand's very uh, got a very uh, agreeable personality. Like she's a. You don't I think Sarah so? J looks kind of like, has like known to be like a diva? Is she? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. And Dusty adds that she looks like Triple H. That was his. Yes, that's that's yeah, that's, yeah. That's the meme. There's a meme going. Honestly, I think Sarah Triple J. H is a better looking woman than Sarah J. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sure she's a very nice person. Yeah, but it's just not doing it for me. Yeah, she definitely looks like a uh, a middle school teacher who's, <laughs> or like a or like a stop and shop uh, clerk. <laughs> she looks more like uh, Adam Sandler and Jack and Jill than she. Oh looks my like god! <laughs> Here she's giving me Susie Essman vibes. Yeah. Or Nicole Will you Bath. shut the fuck up, Larry? <laughs> that's a, that's all I see coming out of her mouth there. Yeah. <laughs> I had to turn my safe search on so yes. <laughs> so that we wouldn't get kicked yeah. off. I feel like with Barbara Streisand and maybe also with Sarah J, I think a lot of their initial popularity was like regular women seeing them succeed and being like, well, if she can do it, then so can we. And we love that. It's like an aspirational thing. How do you you feel about that? That puts like more uh, Sarah J looking women in porn, though. Do you dislike that? Well, that's what you know. You got Pornhub, you got OnlyFans. Anybody could up. Good porn. news. There's it's plenty of other porn of, to watch. Yeah. And there's yeah, no but, yeah. porn to watch. But it floods the market, so he can't. It's harder for the. So he's a very lazy man. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like. Not, uh, not with that's Not with the important no, stuff, Darren. I have to say, I think OnlyFans uh, uh, has flooded the market already. You know, like porn has completely changed now. The quality of porn has gone down so much. Not that I, to be fair, like, like I think that that I'm like, it's not like I ever really paid for it, you know? So like, who am I to complain? Yeah. I don't go on OnlyFans. I just get the free stuff still. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. I don't, I don't subscribe to OnlyFans, but I'm downloading the torrents and, and now that you download full movies. No, 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 no. Just clips. (laughs) Sometimes full movies, but you know which clip to download. What do you mean? How do you find, how do you like, how is this content aggregated for you that, you know, I got to see this and I have to torrent it. Are you looking for specific types uh, well, of sex scenes or specific people? Well, there's, there's favorites, but then there's also just browsing the thumbnails and seeing how it looks oh, and, okay. and, and being like, oh, this looks like something I would be interested in. <laughs> and then how long does the download take? Oh, it's quick. Okay. Uh, believe you know, it. Pass, or you might just see a thumbnail that's good enough to get you all the way home. I don't uh I don't oh. particularly like use OnlyFans, uh, but except for that one accidental time mm-hmm. I told you about yeah. on the show. But uh I I from what I remember in my brief time perusing it, there there are no thumbnails. Like you only have to pay them to see a thumbnail. Because that's the only time I oh, saw yeah. that one time I paid for that well, girl that I knew. With the whole, I feel with OnlyFans, the marketing vehicle of it is Twitter. 
you see all the previews oh, on Twitter. Okay. Uh, and then uh, that's how they kind of entice you with like a 20 second clip and then you can download the whole movie. But also I've, I've seen a new marketing technique where bigger models will have a second OnlyFans account that is a free platform. They say, oh, subscribe to my free OnlyFans. And they'll throw, you know, a few uh, slightly neuter photos but then now only fans has these pay-per-views where you can in addition to the subscription it's two, two different naked models having a cage yeah. match it's cock in a cell <laughs> like, what? no it's, it's like a, a clip that you have to pay to download so it's like they they aggregate the, the free only fans is essentially like a newsletter and you aggregate enough subscribers and then you can message them and be like, hey, I just posted this hot clip where me and this other model, like we just couldn't keep our hands off each other. Pay five bucks to see it. And then the, and then they get the they get like tips that way. I guess it's like a tip. I don't know. It's more than the tip in some cases. Oh boy. But have you uh, has there ever been a porn collaboration that got you really excited, Rob? Like two separate like naked dudes online that you didn't even know knew each other. And then all of a sudden there they are blowing each other. And you're oh, just like, certainly Whoa. that's always it's fun. Like, it's like when Hulk Hogan get an ultimate warrior team. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Well, there, well, there's certain models that only work with certain studios and then uh-huh. sometimes their contracts come up and you see these dream matches <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I never thought these two could pair up. Well, well, have, but um, also with OnlyFans, it's more likely because they're all, you know, they want as much content, uh, yeah. as possible so they're going to collaborate with everyone so have you ever seen accidentally uh come across a um <laughs> have you ever come across a sarah j clip where it was just a close-up on her giving a blowjob and you thought it was a gay porn <laughs> <laughs> like a triple h uh, deep sarah fake J's not, my, not my kind of guy <laughs> Uh, she but, should uh, do that she could have two separate careers she could be sarah j for straight porn and j sarah for gay porn yeah. And it's just the same scenes, but just like a tighter close up, and you just think it's a dude. Rob, ha- there is a- there is straight porn for gay guys that it's like the appeal is you know it focuses on the guy having sex. It's really just to coerce hot amateur guys into like having sex, but they just don't want to have the gay sex, so they're like, all right, have straight sex, and we'll just film you. I thought you were gonna say it's like to coerce a new audience of. Uh- well, there's also bi people and women. Uh, I thought it was like also... a, a way for female porn stars to to tap into a gay audience. Like you know, it's bi- not at all about the woman. No, okay, no, the women do not. I guess there's the bi- I guess the bi porn is much bigger now. We like you know male male female bi porn. I thought you don't buy porn. <laughs> gotcha. cool, uh Do you have a fake Twitter account for you to look at porn or like a Twitter so that you yes. Don't have- Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing it on my main account. That's gross. Did you ever accidentally post some uh, some gay porn on Metal Injection? <laughs> I don't. Po- I don't post anything. I just. Oh, okay. It's just. Rob, to, like, could you now post accounts. some gay porn on Metal Injection? <laughs> no, no, wait. Go for it. I, don't, I, I. I cannot. Pepe all of a sudden wakes up and sees like an insane amount of traffic at a random time of Saturday morning. <laughs> He's like, Whoa, I wonder what story this was. <laughs> he clicks through that damn pass beanie. Fuck me again. He leaves it up. Do it. Or uh, Pazabini, whatever his what? name is. Pazabini Feldstein. Mm. Uh, and speaking of, uh, yeah, how it's crazy. We, how... 
How do we get on to gay porn from Fanny Bryce? That's what I. That's some. That's Barbara Streisand. Yeah, it looks like Sarah (laughs) To 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 gay porn. That was like Frogger going across the highway. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) Uh, Wow, this is such a. There's this one image I just want to show where it's a Ron Jeremy. That compares that compares uh, Sarah J to comedian Joey Diaz. Oh no, oh my God, <laughs> it's pretty. Oh, that it's pretty accurate. I have to say. Oh, it's the mouth mostly. I think. Wow, she, she looks very New Jersey. Right. Is that where she's from? I don't know, but let's see what, what her backstory like. is. Every time Cincinnati, I'm, Ohio. Every time I'm trying to say Sarah J, my mind goes wants to say, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> you said it. You said it. <laughs> my, my mind wants to say Anna J. I wonder if if uh, Rob uh, Rob Jeremy <laughs> Rob Jeremy <laughs> ever collaborated with Sarah J. Now that's a meeting of the mind. Probably. Ron, I want Ron Jeremy's. I almost. I want uh, Sarah J.'s picture back now after that Ron Jeremy pick. <laughs> the first time she's ever been a palate cleanser. <laughs> can I throw out this suggestion? We were talking about Patreon earlier. If there is a Ron Jeremy Sarah J. scene, could that be the, our next watch along? No, we can no. Do you want to have zero subscribers? <laughs> Are you no, sick of doing the show? Yeah, we I mean, can just end I think it. We could do we could do a round table, you know, but we cannot or like we could do a watch along where we don't show it on screen. Where it's just our reactions. I mean Patreon allows porn, right? I I don't wanna I don't <laughs> wanna do that. I'm just saying theoretically I don't want my, we could I don't want, do it. My face next to porn. Oh, I my think face your is... face is next to porn quite often. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to document it on the internet. Uh, fair enough. Well, Why, your mother might see it or something? <laughs> is she yeah. a patron? Can we have her on fourth mic as we watch the, the Ron Jeremy and Sarah J scene? <laughs> oh, my God. She's too shy, unfortunately. Oh. But... um. Perhaps one of your mothers can hop on. I think my mother would think that was funny. I don't want her to do it, but I think she would. Oh, oh. <laughs> she would probably, I don't know. I think she the, the concept that we're watching that and making fun of it would probably tickle her fancy. Has she ever met Ron Jeremy? <laughs> old New York crossover? I mean, not maybe she might have walked past them in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Got groped on the oh, Broadway. Oh, I mean, if you're if you lived in LA and, and were at any point at the Rainbow in the last twenty years, you chances are you would have run into Ron Jeremy. Well, my mother was. I've seen him plenty of times. You would be out on the porch smoking pot. Ron smoking Ron. drugs. Oh, believe dear. it. I don't believe it. Sometimes he's, him and Lemmy were hanging out. Oh. He's so wholesome. The Cocoa Puff versus the Belly Button. Oh, my God. That's the crossover <laughs> we really need. Yeah. Hey, guys, I like drugs. What? <laughs> Do you think Ron Jeremy and Lemmy ever ran a train on a woman? I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. But. It could be that they were. it was so big of a train they didn't even meet each other, but they were in the same train. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Maybe they're in the same room, but I, I kind of get the vibe that uh, if if Lemmy's doing an orgy, he it's just it's him and women. He doesn't want other guys in there. Do yeah, Lemmy only that? likes trains that are going to Germany. <laughs> yeah, that's his kind of train. He's just a collector. Yeah, well, was <laughs> was matter. he what the collector? Out? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> different collector, different collector. <laughs> What are you waiting for? I can't stay down on my knees all day. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine <laughs> that voice? That's where, that's where the cocoa puff came from. It's dried cum. <laughs> oh no. Turns brown. It's the dried cum uh cum scab. Oh no. Is that the episode title? Dried cum scab? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Let me at the Schwitz. That's the that's the title. Let me at the Schwitz. Let me at the Schwitz. This was the Fanny Bryce musical. The that's where they just sang dun 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 all day long. Funny girl, ladies and gentlemen. Um. I'll give you some Gene Simmons. Oh no! Again, Gene what's he Simmons. up to now? No, he, no, uh, no, no updates in the, in the Gene Simmons universe. I don't think. Let oh. me see if they. Well, they announced their farewell concerts, right? Did was that this week or last week? I forget if we already mentioned. That. Oh right, they were on Stern announcing that, like, yeah, their final, the final, no, 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 the final tour dates of their "This Is the End" tour are. At Madison Square Garden at the end of the year, which means they will have no more tours. Mm. However, one-offs are still allowed. There will, be, there will be festivals. There will be their Kiss Cruise. Not true. We are finally saying shalom to the music <laughs> business. <laughs> the Fanny Bryce of metal, Gene Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because he's Jewish. Because <laughs> look at him. Such an anti-Semite, Sydney. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Are you going to go to that show, Rob? Mm. But it's our last one. You may never see Kiss again. Mm. What if you get to keep your chair, like a WrestleMania kind of promotion? Oh, <laughs> if I'm if I'm calm, Wait. I'm not going to pay for it. That makes it better. Like, what's a fucking kiss chair sitting in your Sit on a space. It's not a kiss chair. It's just a generic blue folding chair. <laughs> <laughs> you get to keep it. Oh, then definitely. I that, that's it. way more valuable. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Fun stuff. Fun stuff. <laughs> uh. I guess the the only real like controversial story in the world of rock and roll in the last week is that one of Merlin Manson's accusers uh, said that she uh, exaggerated her story uh, and that. Um, Evan Rachel Wood, who is an actress who also accused Manson of abusing her, but I feel like her, her case, she has quite 
quite the evidence there. Uh, so this woman claimed that Evan Rachel Wood kind of coerced her into exaggerating her claims to make the uh, case against Manson look worse. And uh, the thing is, I feel like, so this woman, uh, so I should probably name her. Does she want to be named? This woman. Ashley Morgan Smithline. Yes. Why does every Manson accuser have three names? That's a good question. Seems a little suspicious. Um, So she uh, accused uh, Manson of physical and psychological abuse. Uh, A lot of it was you could could be within the realm of snm a lot of it was he, he made her listen to his music yeah that's the psychological <laughs> but uh i think the the worst part is i think the big issue the overarching issue with all of these marilyn manson claims is the lack of consent he would drug these women and then abuse them or or hold them against their will uh force force them to do things and, and play mind games and and, and that's no bueno no what, bueno, folks. What, what was the and, drug he was using? Do we know that? Uh, it would just be like sedatives, oh. I think, like sleeping pills and stuff. Uh, Amateur. No. Uh, what, what, what should he be using? I was a joke. What, what, <laughs> what's a pro drug to give women? <laughs> I don't know. I just, well, wouldn't uh, it be roofies? So I think. Uh, the, I don't encourage uh, that. No, don't do that. No roof and all for the ladies, only for the men. How do you know the official name of roofies? I don't think that is it. So Rob just covered his own ass. See, you got me. I wouldn't have thought that. Roof and all. Now that you say that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, how did roofies come out then? Like, that's so fucking clever of you, Rob, to just add in all at the end of a thing. And that's sounds perfectly normal. <laughs> and you are so into drugs. I figured that you just knew everything. <laughs> Sucker. Here, try this. You're like the encyclopedia drug Tanica. <laughs> I'm, I'm like Erowid. You're like Wikipedia. Well, Erowid, that's the that's the Wikipedia. But I get it. You're making puns. Go what ahead. What the fuck is that? No one I don't know what you're talking about. You're so about, into Rob. drugs that you say things you think people just know them. And yeah. No e- Erowid, E-R-O-W-I-D dot org. It is like the Wiki- Wikipedia of drug use. And like, so okay. you can look up any drug and it, it's, it's very agnostic. So uh, you could look up and it has the positive effects and negative effects. There's basically like a, uh, a fact a fact, a frequently asked questions about every <laughs> big drug. And then there's like a section that's like a Yelp where people can post their experiences on the drug. Is and our friend it's, on separated, there? it's separated into uh, uh, positive reviews, negative reviews, and neutral reviews. And I think it's, a, it's, it's very uh, informative to see it that way because if you're thinking about I mean, I, I to be fair, I haven't visited in, in quite a while, but in my more experimental days in my 20s, uh, I, or my I guess I would say my less experienced days, I would definitely use it uh, as a reference uh, before I would try or consider trying certain drugs. It still exists? Are you sure it's still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never, I legit never heard of it. Because you're not a fucking druggie. No. Losers, do some drugs. Uh, the I, design I, still still looks I like it's from the cholesterol 90s. medication. That's something. Blood pressure, 
take a blood no, pressure medication. No, my blood no? pressure is fine. <gasps> oh boy. You all right, Rob? What was that? You yeah, that was you a have, did you have breakfast today? What are you drinking? What, what? Uh, cherry Coke Zero. All right. It's nice. <laughs> <clears throat> Quick man cometh just had a very long post in the chat. He's explaining where uh, the term "rufi" comes from. It's from pronunciations of rohypnol. Seduce with illegal rohypnol. Oh no! <laughs> Patient zero. Gatan Dugas. It's fucked up. He roofied that monkey. It's fucked up. No way a monkey would have sex with Gatan Dugas consensually. Never. He depressed his immune system with pot. <laughs> so, uh, Smithline, I believe she had uh, took uh, Manson to court and her case got thrown out. And uh, so now she's saying that she was manipulated by Evan Rachel Wood uh, to uh, f- spread false accusations and to uh, make accusations of rape and assault against him that weren't true. And so here, here's my take on it. Uh, What's really annoying is like now all of these like men's rights guys are like, see, he didn't do anything. And it's like, well, hold on. Yeah. Like I, I very closely follow this story uh, because I had to cover it. And this is, this is a very serious story. And I didn't want to uh, misreport on it. I didn't want, I, I like really actually, tried very hard on this story uh, to report the most accurate information. And I can tell you as someone who has read dozens of articles and watched bunches of videos and done hundreds of hours of research. No, I don't know hundreds of hours, but like someone that really knows the story closely, like Evan Rachel Wood's accusations against Marilyn Manson are not like her personal accusations of what he did to her are not false. I don't think they're false uh, in my opinion. Uh, because of their consistent, she, her story hasn't changed in years. She was talking about it before she even named him. And like, even stuff that he said that he did to her, uh, lines up with accusations that, that she made about him. What did he say that he did? Uh, well, he, he's open about how he like, uh, was mad at her and like cut her once or, or something like that. He said something in an interview. Uh, I'd have to look it up. Um, but the stuff that she said, and, and also she was backed up by other people like Patricia Arquette before, uh, before Evan Rachel would even named Manson, Patricia Arquette named Manson as her abuser and said that it's bullshit that like, you know, he's still allowed to, to whatever. Also there's text messages that came out in the Johnny Depp case where it showed that Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson were texting about oh like my God. ways to like abuse women. Which what? Was so crazy. I can't understand how this guy gets all these women. He looks like Sarah J. Like, how is he getting these women? He's rich and famous. But they're rich and fa- like, like well, she, what the, else? He has this aura about him. And also, oh, Evan Rachel Wood, when she was dating him, was uh, 18 years old. Oh, yeah, okay. she was very young. Um. So... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And so, and there's a lot of women with similar stories. Now, did some women exaggerate? Sure. Or maybe. But like, 
it's very weird like seeing these men's rights people that are that are you know these uh, just immediately don't believe the women or or whatever or or just like hey it's marilyn mitch what did you expect what did you, you if you ever read his book what did you think was gonna happen hey, so that's, that means it's okay to roofie an 18 year old though yeah like that means it's okay to be cut by a person against your yeah. will you, you know, should have known. No, you, you, there is some kind of a delicious irony to like these incel dudes uh, who now have to side with Marilyn Manson, who like w- just walks around wearing lingerie and is like the last person they'd ever like want to be in line with, you know. But he he's a rapist, so they got oh, I got to reluctantly defend yeah. him now. He rapes women. Is, and is he actually facing any consequences? Like, is there a trial with Evan Rachel Wood still pending or what? I do. Uh, well, I believe. Yes, I believe there is a trial with, with her coming up. Okay. Uh, so he might still get some kind of punishment. Potentially. Yes. Would it be jail time or just like a fine? Is yeah, it no, like a, facing, a federal case or a civil case? He's facing. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, uh, 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 California, like as we learned with the uh, Vince McMahon case, California opened its uh, its laws up for right. like the uh, the the statute of limitations. So yeah, he he could get charged with a felony, I believe. Excuse me, man. All all my Coke Zeros yeah. burping up. Uh, anyway, so uh, Evan Rachel Wood has since uh, left a comment, and uh, she gave Rolling Stone. She completely denies the claims that she pressured Smithline into making any claims, and has provided screenshots and voicemails and and, and Instagram comments uh, that Smithline left on Woods's Instagram page to kind of show that you know Smithline was saying all this stuff on her own volition. So do we think uh, then, that Manson paid off this other lady to back off of her claims or? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't. Marilyn Manson has certainly uh, done manipulative things and, and follows. So it it's a possibility, but I don't know. He might even be watching right now. Marilyn, if you're, if you're watching, give us a call. We don't have a phone number our- anymore, but yeah. Email us ripalivecast at gmail.com. If you have any screenshots you'd like to send Marilyn, we'll t- take a look. If you well, have any porn, star, if any porn star recommendations for Sid and Darren or for me on the on the I don't know if I want whatever Marilyn Manson would be into. I don't think we have the same type. Yeah, as Dusty Rhodes Muffler says, Marilyn Manson, yes, Marilyn Manson, no. Is that Joe Manchin's daughter? No, that's that is an adult film actress. Uh, you, see, you don't when, have to when, look it up. Rob. It's fine. When these don't women, worry, when these women date Marilyn Manson, do they call him Marilyn or do they call him by his given Brian? Name? Yeah, yeah, Brian Warner. That kind of doesn't Brian Warner kind of take away the mystique of Marilyn? Oh, for Manson? sure. <laughs> I bet he wants to be called Marilyn. Yeah, I think so. He seems like A the weirdo. type that. Is in character all the time. Yes. He probably thinks that if he was his regular self, these girls wouldn't like him, which is probably true. I have a, uh, well, I should not, I'm not, I want to say a friend. Uh, my ex wife 
when we were married, was very good friends with this woman who was married to a man whose life was a constant cosplay of Marilyn Manson. And we would just see him on Facebook. Like there was no pictures of him just being a regular person. And uh, he was just always dressed as Marilyn Manson, every function, every show they went to everything. And then they would do, and they had this, they lived in a house that was like, um, it was like a, like a creepy haunted house, like the, and they would dress it up for Halloween. But during the rest of the year, it was still kind of Halloween. Uh, and he just would, would always dress like Marilyn Manson. I don't know why. He was like, a con- like- he was like a contractor or something. He wasn't like, <laughs> he wasn't show like- up to the job yeah. site. That I don't know. I never saw pictures of him at work. Yeah, he well, he didn't have the tits, but he had he would wear, wear lingerie and stuff and do the face facial makeup type thing. So it wasn't even like he just looked like a Marilyn Manson fan. He was specifically dressing as Yes. Wow, that you is know, fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know. He like, yeah, he would build houses, like that was his job. <laughs> it was his job. And they, yeah. Some men like to cross-dress. You know, maybe that's just I, the clothes he felt comfortable in. I, I wasn't shaming him for the fact of cross-dressing, but rather I just thought it was an odd choice that that's your drag. Uh, well, it's not even drag. Marilyn Manson is a man. I don't know what the proper term is. But cross-dressing. That's, right. That, well, that's... But he's not really cross-dressing. He's, like, like channeling Mar- Marilyn Yeah, is he cross-dressing because he wants to dress as a woman or because that's what Marilyn Manson does? It's not the same, right? Just, yeah, he could have just been—he could have just been a, a, a run-of-the-mill '90s goth. Yeah, maybe, but he's like 50, I guess. But it sounds like it sounds like people like, but that if you go to LA, that's like there's plenty of parts of LA where you will see people dressed like that. Like it's nothing. It's it's very, they're very expressive. But specifically, I, just dressing as Marilyn Manson or that style. There's more a difference. Of the style. I, I would like say the, the more more of the style of like a Nikki Six, but not too far off from a Marilyn Manson. There is sort of a similarity there, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nikki Six is is trying to be an '80s uh, video girl, and uh, Marilyn Manson is trying to be a goth girl. Yeah, yeah. Or like I see people that look like they could be in Power Man Five Thousand all the time. <laughs> Still, that's Still, a sp- yeah. really specific choice. It's like the band known for being run by Rob Zombie's brother. Like that's yeah. <laughs> well, no- they just had that like very futuristic look, which I guess now would be the. <laughs> is that just steampunk? But it's, or- it's it's not steampunk. It's like it's like uh, cyberpunk more. Than okay. Steampunk. Now, where do you see people that are dressed as if they're in far power at gigs? At gigs at the Rainbow. It's been a few years since I've been to the rainbow just because I'm so sick of seeing people that look like they're Power Man 5000. <laughs> 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 but that's where you go to find them. <laughs> Who's looking for them? No one's going. Rob out. is, so he can complain about it. <laughs> Rob's trying to get away from them. Oh, all these cyberpunk guys. I just see them everywhere. Time to go back to the rainbow to see some more cyberpunk guys. <laughs> So Lemmy is just sitting at the counter at the bar with the stupid slot machine and three little guys with giant top hats come up and he wins like $400. They're like his minions. He's got the steampunk uh, 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 skin on the uh, on the on the, <laughs> the slot machine. 
<laughs> they uploaded the software for it. It's been bronze now, you know. They don't <laughs> they don't they don't let anybody touch it. Really? There's no machine like if I want to go to the bow and play some uh, slot machines. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly I don't know. I haven't been there since Lemmy's past. It's actually been a while since I've been to the bow. They need the Lemmy's. They have slot machines for everything now. If you go to the casino, they have like a Britney Spears and they have like a you know, a- anything in pop culture has a slot machine. It needs to be a Lemmy slot machine. There has he's to the, be one. Yeah, he's the perfect yeah, guy. Uh, well, there's online slot. Oh, hold on. Yeah, there's online motorhead slots. All of those slots that you see online there, they have them. They have a, a stand-up coin-operated or, or you know, money-operated machine in the casino. If you get three cocoa uh, puffs, you win the grand prize. But you also have skin cancer. Oh. <laughs> I immediately revert to uh, Beavis and Butthead. Like, like, yeah, we love slots. Slots. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to play slots? <laughs> slots are uh, cool. Uh, Darren, did you end up uh, going uh, to, to the casino, to the slots? I didn't. That trip got put off, unfortunately. Oh. My friend couldn't go that day. And we tried to do it for Friday, and then he couldn't go Friday, so. It's on hold. I apologize for pumping that story up. It didn't happen yet. Probably within the next month. So here's the uh, the slot machine, the Motorhead slots, sluts. Well, it's cherries. It's not exactly cocoa puffs, but if you squint, you could and think ho- that those are like horseshoe- cocoa puffs. The horseshoes and, and the stars. Horseshoe yeah, didn't do him any good. Yeah. <laughs> are you pl- actually playing, or is this animated? Yeah. Like- yeah. Oh. yeah I'm not- Oh, you could play for real money, Rob. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this hooks you in, and then they want you to upload like money. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, you won! I won! Right. Oh my god! I win? won two dollars and sixty cents on a forty cent bet. You win a wall, a wall full of uh, Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> See, this I just, I'm I'm guessing music also plays. I guess it's just yeah. There. I'm sure this is programmed to let you win a lot, and then you upload money, and then it's like a real slot machine. Oh, there's there's Lemmy. Does Lemmy ever talk to you in this? Like, spin the wheel again, you prick, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, that would require like, that yeah. AI his voice. I don't even understand oh. how you win. Like, what am I looking to line up here? It's this is. It's very, very strange, Sid. I, I think I can be of some help on this because I walk by slot machines or used mm. to very frequently. Uh, they have made it so complicated that the human mind cannot understand. There used to be one line across, you win, right? Yeah. Now it's like you can, the more money you put in, okay, on each spin, the more lines you're covering. So you get diagonals, you get these weird jagged lines that go across, you get a W shape. You get like you if you put enough money in, you can basically cover every fucking possible like combination of how a line can go across these symbols. And if they go in a like a line and the same symbols match across whatever crooked lines you bet, you win that bet. It's all designed to get you to put more and more fucking money inside. I guess it so, works. Oh yeah. Did you say it's the worst way to play in the casino? It's the least. By far, not even close to anything else, the worst thing you can bet on in a casino. The odds are by far the worst. Not even close. In fact, it's so bad that they give you free rooms if you if you play a certain amount of slots, and it's a very small amount of slots that you have wow. to play. Because they want they don't care, even if you put in like like fifty dollars in slots, 
they don't care. They give you things because they think you might play slots some more when you're there. Because so people they just show up and they just sit there the whole fucking day. Yes. You wa- I walk in. I go to an eight-hour poker session. I walk out. I pass the same people sitting at the same fucking machine <laughs> in the same position after playing for eight hours in poker. That is. How do you stare at a screen that long? It's frightening. I'm sure they get up and go to the Chinese restaurant or something, you know. But I mean, like, they're there for a long fucking time doing the same fucking thing. I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. Like sometimes I've gone. Yes, I've gone with an older friend at times to play cards, like do a carpool down there, and he might go like, "Oh, I want to throw." He's not a degenerate, but he'll throw a hundred dollars in the slot machine, and I go sit there and try to. Or I might have thrown a you know a twenty in there just to see because I'm sitting there doing nothing anyway, and it's the most joyless game. It's nothing you put. They don't even I was have to say what's the challenge. Even you're just pressing a button over and over. Again. <laughs> right. They used to have the fucking arm that you pull the thing down, and most of them still have the arm, but it's but now, like uh, it's optional. Yeah, and they can just sit there and push a fu- all of them push the fucking button. Nobody does the arm anymore. They just it's sit too there much work. Fucking one button. It's like the Jetsons. George Jetson used to push his button and it did 18 things at once at his job. And that was it. This is what the slot machines are now. It's the most joyless game you could ever conceptualize. One, literally one button, the most apathetic thing you can do with your body other than doing nothing. And that's how it's they like the hatch and lost where the guy had to keep entering the numbers. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. that. But at least that prevented the world from dying. Well, they're. Their version of that is like, well, I have to keep hitting this button because I know the second I get up, someone else is going to come and sit here and hit the button and they're going to win the money. Oh, so they're insane. Oh, my God. If they get up and go take a shit or something and come back, if they're running hot on the machine and someone sits in that fucking uh-huh. thing, God forbid they will fucking <laughs> a 75 year old lady will murder you. I was on that machine. It was hot. It's hot. I tell you. It's, that's I'm hot. I, I, just so you know, like w- what they mean by hot is that, like when they win, they feel that the coins are hotter, meaning that they're cycling through the machine. So the chances of winning are higher now. Is it that complicated? I don't even know. I think they just yeah. Think, they think the no. Machine... That's the strategy. Is if the if the coins are are warmer, uh, like cold, physically temperature wise. Yeah, if the coins are cold, then it's been a while since there's a cash out, or maybe oh, you know, they have to be colder. I see. But that makes no fucking sense. Like, it's not on a timer. It's on a randomly generated thing that adheres to a certain uh, algorithm. But it's like an algorithm over weeks. Like, over weeks, it'll pay 40% of the time or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck the number is. But not, like, minute to minute. That's idiotic. The fucking machines. Yes, that makes no. They walk around. I never heard this. They walk around feeling the machines and they think (laughs) the coins are hotter. It's paying out. It's like the produce aisle. Holy shit. Yeah, the fucking broccoli feels a little squishier. I'm going to buy this one. This machine is ripe. And the opposite is true, too. Like, they wa- they sit on a machine. They lose fucking three grand or whatever. I'm off of this machine. I'm yeah. going to the next one. Like, it's going to make a fucking difference, you absolute dumbass. <laughs> oh, this one works. It's the same machine <sighs> with the same software. Like, what do you think is going on here? It's programmed to take an exact proportion of money out of what you and, and pay off one dumb jerk off every week and pay the exact take the exact same amount of money to the dime that some accountant figured out in the yeah. in their office i'm looking up a quick 
see if there's like tips on, uh, on <laughs> oh, how to no. play the slots and it's all based like you know Dumb advice shit. you would accept yeah it's all it's like play as much as you can because the like you were saying you know the the rewards are higher or read reviews online or, or see right. what the payouts are and i want to be yeah. clear about something as a gambler i well poker's more of a skill game but there's a gambling element to it but if i'm in a casino sometimes i'll play a stupid shit game because they're fun. Slot machines aren't fun. There are other games that are less, uh, that are house games that take your fucking money, but they, they provide some entertainment. Yeah. I'm not against those at all. I'm not against throwing your money away and having a good time in the casino. That's fine. Slot machines are literally just picking your fucking pocket. It's the dumbest thing you can do. It's sort of like how I feel like I love fantasy sports. And I'll even like get on DraftKings now and do bets and stuff. But there's like an element of my knowledge of the sport and the players. And that's why I'm picking what I'm picking. And then once in a while, people will be like, do you want to do Super Bowl boxes? No. And that's just random chaos. That's not fun for me because I'm just assigned a combination and it either wins or it doesn't. But I had no part in choosing the numbers or anything like that. It's just too passive of an experience for me. If you don't know what a Super Bowl box is, there's a grid of 100, a, a 10 by 10. You pick an empty box. You pay someone some fucking amount of money. You pick an empty box in this grid. Sometime before the game, when all the boxes are filled, they do a random draw, and each digit is from 0 to 9 goes across the top and the side. And then one is the Rams and one is the 49ers or whatever. And if you get if your box happens to be 0 7 and the final score is 17 10, you win all the money. Yeah. And and you did nothing. Like Sid said, you did nothing to achieve this box. (laughs) Dusty says Rob thinks a Super Bowl box is food. Yeah, it's like one of those chicken wings. Yeah, it's like a bento box from KFC, right? Oh my god. The the sushi is in the color of the teams playing. These artificial well, bento things. boxes isn't necessarily sushi. It could be oh, okay. Some Fuck of there. All right, Japanese food expert. Okay, <laughs> we get it. I like. I like. I like. I don't want to put out false information. Well, typically they do come with at least a California roll. Right. Thank that's you, true. It's, it's included in the in the box. Guy knows that's about Irowid and fucking uh, sushi <laughs> bento boxes. Okay, Irowid is pretty popular in the chat. Give me a give me a yes or no if you've heard of Irowid. Give me a yes or no, Dusty Rhodes and Quick Men. Um, I've heard of it just uh, now when you fucking. Yeah, exactly. Give me the truth. Don't pander to me. Uh, I'm no pander bear. Uh, What is Ah, that? Nope. Uh uh. That's why. Quick Men Cometh has not heard of it. Uh, But Quick Men Cometh in our Discord, which, by the way, we do have a Discord. <laughs> RIPLifecast.com. Uh, you can get our invite for our Discord and let us know if you heard about Arrowhead there. If you're listening to the archives, uh, we'll have an Arrowhead. Maybe we do an Arrowhead read along, <laughs> reading reviews on drugs. Wasn't that um, prop that prop comic from the '90s, the legendary Arrowhead? <laughs> That's for Sid only, I think. Uh, T-Tam in the chat says it sounds like someone on heroin trying to say heroin and they have a cold. Yeah. Heroin. Honestly, the first time you said it, I sort of did think that's what you were saying. I was so confused. I was like, did you say say heroin weirdly? 
Rob has adenoids and he's trying to talk about H now. Heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on heroin. <laughs> I did as a as a young man look up uh, uh, both positive and negative reviews of heroin what on heroin. What was the uh, the positive reviews? Uh, Feels fucking review. great, man. Yeah. <laughs> the one review that I read that that like stuck out in my head uh, that that I still remember was like, oh, it's like uh, laying under a warm blanket on a cold winter day, but better. It's like opening your window to a summer breeze, but better. It's like all of these things, but better. And then I quickly went to the negative ones to be like, oh, you know, like I died. Are, you will yeah, die. Or just or just the withdrawal and, 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 and all that. Like that. I was like, okay, good. Okay, okay. That makes me feel better. <laughs> I just checked Earwood. There's a review from our friend who writes the Yelp review. Oh no. He didn't <laughs> like that kind of needle sharing. That was <laughs> <laughs> he got hepatitis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Negative review. Hepatitis. <laughs> robbing a liquor store because that's you a two need and more a half heroin. Story. Or just like someone said they, they did it and then like they got a big stomach ache and were puking for two days and I was like, okay, I don't know. Entire there, life reality. fucking ruined completely. Yeah. yeah. Don't do heroin. But the I, that, That's my message. Feels like you left the window open in June. <laughs> okay. But better. But better. But you don't, you lost your job, your wife, your kids, and your house, but But you're under a warm blanket on a cold winter day. How about just getting a blanket? Yeah. Get, get like the best blanket. Just get the best blanket. Pay a yeah, little instead more. Instead of buying the heroin, buy a better blanket. Buy the best, the world's <laughs> best blanket for like $500. Yeah, maybe even a comforter. Like spring for a nice like yeah. goose feather comforter. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the world's best blanket, the most, most expensive blanket, costs less than you will spend on heroin addiction. Wow, that's true. Even I Bill Gates' all that fucking stuff. blanket, Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos's blankets cost less than the average heroin user's uh, addiction to heroin. Yeah, I brought a, a, a pretty expensive uh, comforter. I don't oh regret it one bit. Show I'm us. I'm curious now. Bring it out. Show it. I can't show it. It's too what? big. It doesn't look special. It does, it's bring not it like over. <laughs> You're like two rooms away. Over. Come on, we'll wait. I uh, I recently got a California King. Oh, what's his name? Okay, wait. California King. bed. I was going to ask bed. if you just got the comforter and put it on your regular. Sure. Well, king bed. well, there are in California King comfort. They're just King comforters, but. Um, uh, no, I got because the California King is at the. I didn't realize this until doing the research, but a king bed and a queen bed are the same length. It's only the width that's the difference. Whereas the California King is longer, and that's what. But me, a six five person, was was into. Did I mention this on the air? I I once bought a bed that I was sold in the in the store was a queen bed. And I would always struggle to put sheets on. And it was like just getting to the edge of the, you know, I use these fitted sheets. It was just barely covering the thing. And I, cause I was buying queen sheets and I, and I never put it together that this might not be a queen bed. I just kept stubbornly buying the sheets and then cursing. Like, why is this fucking thing? Like what's wrong with this fucking bed? It's misshapen. And it turned out I bought a King mattress one time, uh, uh, not a mattress, uh, 
a sheet once fit perfectly. And it turned out I had a king bed, and the guy oh. in the showroom was just lying to me. And uh, yeah, so I had a king bed the whole time. And but I was still curse at the mat, the sheets every single time I put a sheet on. Like, an that's idiot. so why would the guy king mattresses are more expensive than yeah, mattresses. I'm assuming, I'm assuming he made a mistake and wasn't like trying to, to deceive me or anything. And just they, mm-hmm. they had the wrong sign nice. on the thing. He wasn't a very experienced shop worker or whatever, and just said, Oh, it's a queen because the sign said the queen or something, something like that. I've extrapolated, mm-hmm. but nice. you got the, the, the like the model in the store or, or no the i mean i got i ordered this thing that i was pointing to i see and that was probably said queen but it was really a king and he went and filled out the paperwork nice and they brought a king over nice little upgrade for Durinsky. this was years ago though so and I, once i figured that out the next bed i clearly i bought a king because it was like the best bed that i ever had it's mm-hmm. wonderful i'm 5'11 and i my feet and rob's like six seven inches taller than me and my feet would be hanging off of this bed. So my previous beds. So once I got that one, the queen one, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. Which I thought was a queen, but was really a king. I wanted to ask you, change of topic, Rob. Can you go to Irawid and uh, look up the positive reviews of crack? Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, let's, let's do well, it. Well, I want just the pot. We know the negatives. I think we're all familiar with the negatives of crack. Very similar to the negatives of... Uh, heroin slightly different direction vector <laughs> but i would like to know what uh people have said that is positive and glowing about the use of crack cocaine is there even a special thing for crack or is it just like oh, yes. do they break down the different types of cocaine and they have each have an entry is it there like sub entries like on wikipedia there is a cocaine entry and then there is a cocaine and crack entry which i'm currently uh um, looking okay. at, let's see the crack one. And crack. Oh, this so really this is, is a bad website. Yes, yeah, seriously, it's it, it's it, the, the design hasn't changed since the nineties. I can but tell the, you, the people designing the thing are just on too much drugs. That's the problem. But here, I, but like as you can see, it has the basics, the effects, the images, right. the law. I see the, the they're, chemistry. They're very neutral, so that's good. But like, what, I don't know if that's good with <laughs> crack. <laughs> But what about... Well, they're not here to judge you. They're just here to present the information. But where's the part where the people talk about it? Yes. Let me... uh, Well, see, as you can see, in the basics, what I like about the basics is it gives you the description, it gives you the effects, and then it gives you the problem, like like why you you would want to avoid the truck. So it gives you all sides of the story. Right. Uh, Let me look up the reviews. Give me a second here. Reviews of crack. Well, that's I'm what thinking is. of doing crack, but I'm just not sure. <laughs> wow, there's really guidance. Oh, it's not called. I'm sorry, it's not called reviews. It's called experiences. Oh, that's okay. how they. That's how they uh, get past. That yeah, area. but like as you can see, there's a lot of articles here. You know, uh, crack babies. I saw you go, ask no. her and go down. Yeah, there's a whole thing, really a whole thing on crack. Oh babies. my god. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. it's just because, you know, uh, you get addicted to, to crack, you have sex to have crack, and then you get pregnant uh, without your will, and then you start, you keep doing crack, and you don't know you're pregnant. There might no, be- but I that see- wasn't what crack, ba- go ahead, Sid. I just, I see the bottom one says crack baby references, and in my mind, I'm thinking of like a crack baby applying for a job. Yes. <laughs> just or, no, it's just or, someone, article. or someone applying for a job and putting a crack baby as a reference. <laughs> <As> the- <laughs> Uh, but let me is go. This is a uh, reputable crack baby. 
Rob, I think you glossed over something there, which is it's not just a woman who had a baby because she got pregnant trying to get cracked. It, a cracked baby was a legitimate, specific thing where babies were born addicted to yeah. crack because the parent was taking crack while or smoking right. crack while they were pregnant. So they were born well, they were addicted. Addicted. They were with a dependency on it, you mean, not addicted to What's it. What's the like difference the, between those two things? Well, I feel like an addiction, you have to be like... Uh, um, Oh, well, like uh, the the uh, an addiction could be physical or mental, I guess, but a dependency is uh, physical. But a dependence is a type of addiction, isn't it? But they're not. Ad- it's not like they're addicted. They just they they don't have a say in it. They're just dependent. They're just body I, requires. But it. I don't think that them having a say matters in that, does it? I know we're splitting hairs. Here. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, but yeah, I hear no it. crack baby um, ever robbed a liquor store. So that um, we know of here's here's some cra- of the experience. Do any of these experiences uh, uh, speak to you? A crack <laughs> in the curvature of mystery's spine. Almost too much fun. Oh, too no. Much. Shooting white. Shoot. You know, <laughs> I doubt the first of all, two things. OK, you don't shoot crack. I just want to inform them that you don't inject it into your body. The other thing is. uh Nobody writes as good as that when they're on. They're, no crackhead wrote a crack in the curvature of. How do you know? Well, they did afterwards. They're not Come necessarily on, on crack, crack is, while writing. Yeah, also, you. crack is a stimulant if you're well read. That's somebody, well read. <laughs> that's somebody on, on fucking Goodreads that just wrote that shit. They're pretending. <laughs> I want to see I learned my lesson the hard way. Okay. So. Well, let's see. This is like a live journal. So this is just oh, cocaine. This is just. Oh. Can't, I need crack to read this visually. I can't. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you go to the experiences, unfortunately, it takes us to the cocaine reports. There's not uh, a specific switch. one on on crack. That's too bad. But but then you could see here. Oh, here's a a first time review of crack because it says what what within the experiences section, people you leave your the title of your entry. I guess the the user, and then what drugs you were on. Users. This is very organized. Yeah, so you you see some people mix drugs, and this is like uh, the one you went to said crack free. Those that's those are not exactly the same thing, are they? Like crack is free base and cocaine. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought free base was like crack was a subset of free base and cocaine, like one way to free base. Am I wrong? I'm not sure. I can't tell you specific, but should we okay. descent into hell? Wait, where did where did we see that? That was one? right under the one you clicked. Hmm. Hold on, I'm lost now. Rob's on crack now. <laughs> Scrolling. This. Oh, I see. Descent. Oh, also, that's also a crack one. Yeah. Uh, these right, are this a little short, though. Ones, yeah. Okay. I can. <laughs> right. I can remember my first time to smoke crack. One hit and I was totally hooked. And the more I had, the more I wanted. <laughs> I was riding in the car with my boyfriend. And since he was driving, I was lucky enough to get the first hit. I held the lighter to my pipe and melted the rock. And then I looked. Please don't do crack, by the way. <laughs> uh, I, I held the lighter to my pipe and I melted the rock. And then I looked through the glass stem at the brownish oily goo. And I fired it up and I sucked in as much smoke as possible. And I held it until I couldn't hold any more. 
As I exhaled, I heard this loud humming in my ears, and my heart was just beating so fast. The sound of the tires and the wind was absolutely wonderful, and it felt like I was buzzing all over. A strong sexual oh. desire flooded my body, and I prayed for the feeling to last just a little longer. I tried to get another hit, but nothing was like the first one. I wanted another one right then. It was absolutely the most wonderful feeling. But when the weekend was over, the money was gone, and I regretted that I didn't know how to enjoy life. Jesus anymore. Christ. Pause. Hold Nothing. on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to ask Sid a question. Are you impressed about how f there are zero typos in this? Uh, <laughs> there were some, like, questionable grammatical choices. Grammatical, yes. Yeah. There's no word spelled. We're not through the whole thing yet, though. You She's never gonna know. crack. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing brought me more pleasure than crack. Not my children. Not my boyfriend. Not my job. Why is this just funny to you? What's wrong with you? Crack. I, just, yeah, oh, I don't no. know. There's a twist. Then, oh no! And then I got pregnant. Oh. Somehow I love the life within me more than I did crack cocaine. I stopped smoking, and now I haven't smoked in 12 years. I have an 11 year old daughter. I may actually have smoked some before I knew I was pregnant, but she was born without any problems. I love the sound of police sirens I'm, in the background. It really adds to the effect. That's my... I, I'm, I, I'm confused by the narrative here. So it, it, she's making it sort of seem like this is her first and only kid. But in the previous section, she says she loved crack more than her children. She had so, another child while doing crack, I think. Okay, and that one was good enough to get her to stop. The ones beforehand were shitty and yeah, I drove she was, crack. well, just being pregnant was, I think, enough to get her to stop. She didn't want her child to be addicted to crack. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go with she just hated her other kids, and that's yeah, what probably. drove her to do crack in the first place. Who's what's what's the username of this so one? Says, oh shit! It says Mama Raba. Oh my Whoa! god! <laughs> oh, she no. had a third kid. I didn't know. Rob, you have, probably have a, a, a another. Her name was sister was Breeze. Well, the experience the experience was 1996. Nuts. She was 38 at the time. Let's see. Did Rob, how old was your mom in 1996? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. She was 38 at the time. Sid, how do you say breeze in Russian? <laughs> I actually don't know. How do you say breeze, breeze in Russian? Breezechka. <laughs> uh, so here, here's another one. Descent into hell. Uh, an experience with crack. Dose Look, repeated. Arrowhead puts uh, the little note so you don't drive uh, while on crack. That's nice. Driving <laughs> while intoxicated, tripping, or extremely sleep deprived is dangerous and irresponsible because it endangers other people. Don't Did you just do say it. extremely sleep deprived? Sleep deprived. Oh. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, thanks, Arrowhead. Thank you, Arrowhead. Dr doing crack while driving is really dangerous. <laughs> That's Thanks for that note. I Look, there. You can't say they're not trying to be responsible here, Darren. Right. Yes, I know that many people have died from crack while driving yeah. a car. Well, I think yeah, they're also serious, saying though. you're not just putting yourself in danger; you're putting others in danger. So that's not cool, man. Don't do it. Don't do crack while driving a car. Otherwise, yeah. no, no, no. It's don't do crack while driving a car. Seems like the other way. Don't don't you crack while driving a car. Dusty Rose Muffler, Meryl Streep deprived. Yeah. That's why you should oh, did oh. you say that too, Sid? I'm sorry. I, well, I I thought he said streep deprived. So I'm sorry, there was some crosstalk. I didn't hear. <laughs> I heard you say you were yelling at Rob. I didn't hear you say streep deprived. <laughs>
So I do it so often that it's hard to keep track of what I'm yelling at him for. Username Nate writes, I'm amazed that I'm writing about this. My drug experiences are unusual in the fact like, that I didn't try my first illegal drug until age 28. This is like in the in the format of a penthouse letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought this would happen to me. Yep, you read that right. It's not a typo. <laughs> I was that anti-drug kid in high school and college. The only reason I even considered trying weed was due to the pain of dealing with a cheating wife, which led to a lengthy separation, four years, and eventually a divorce. Okay, here's the deal. I was very inexperienced in the drug culture due to only smoking weed for approximately two and a half years. Oh, I thought I he was going to say, like, describe the deal, how he bought crack. I, he might get to that. This is pretty long. <laughs> Here's the deal. I was on a street corner. No. I, I was in Germany, and I went on Reddit to find out where to buy the best crack. Oh, no. I smoked weed for the first time in 2003 and honestly didn't get high until approximately late 2004 or early 2000. He means that he smoked once and then <laughs> it kicked in a year later. later. Holy shit, I'm feeling it. Oh, man. Two well, years ago, I smoked that joint. <laughs> That's fucked up. Imagine if that was how weed worked, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I smoked weed to fit in or appear cool. <laughs> That's why Rob does it. Yeah, totally. One of the unintended side effects of getting high on weed is that it made sexual contact that much more intense. True. So basically, my then girlfriend, while stimulating my member physically at a party, this is a punt house letter. Robbing <laughs> gristle was. <laughs> At a party while under the influence of MJ, suggested that we try Coke to heighten our sexual experience. Mm. <clears throat> I thought if there's something that can make me last for approximately seven hours, as she mentioned, then maybe I need to try it. Basically, a week later, I gave her $80 at 2 p.m. the following Saturday, and she didn't return until approximately 10.30 p.m. with only a bag of weed. I was pissed to say that least. No, that's not the phrase. I get it. However, my hopes were answered when a guy showed up and asked the infamous words, hey, do you want to try crack? What? Where did this guy show up? What is oh, that? Uh, and how are those infamous words? That's like, <laughs> I feel like that's the, the normal intro to crack. I don't think that's like. Normally, most people would run at this point. But due to feeling suicidal and not feeling happy with life, I said sure. Due to the due to the weed kicking in that I smoked eight years ago, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't run away. Now, this was all a hallucination <laughs> from the weed from three years ago. I still remember it like it was yesterday. I put my lips on that pipe and breathed in while she lit it. I was so naive in the drug game that I was shocked with how the pipe looked. It looked I like thought it was game. supposed to be a big oh. contraption. It was small and basically fit in the palm of her hand. I sucked for about two or three seconds and let go of the pipe. That sounds like I a bad date for Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the effects before I exhaled that infamous plume of smoke. I thought, OMG, this one hit is as intense as about four hours of smoking weed. Literally, this is what it felt like. I mentioned, my tongue is getting numb. And they assured me that that was what was supposed to happen. These poor felt, crack users have to sit there and give him a fucking tutorial instead of like enjoying their crack. If only he just went on heroin first. 
Then we went out to Checkers and got some burgers. And two years later, I took a massive shit. <laughs> I felt so good that I told my girlfriend that had previously stolen from me that. Wait, what? Hold on. I felt so good that I told my girlfriend that had previously stolen from me, not only that day, but on another occasion, that I now understand why she did it. It just felt that damn good. I experienced a numb feeling and my ears popped. I immediately gave the guy smoking with us a $20 to get the rock that he had. One of her friends walked in and asked me to drive her somewhere. I told her I just smoked rock and I was too fucked up to drive. My world was still spinning after just two hits. I looked in the mirror and my eyes were wide open like I was scared. I couldn't get them to look normal. I later found out this is a side effect of first time crack use. Bucked slash bulging eye syndrome. I kind of thought it was cool. Yeah. So the crack odyssey began. <laughs> Smoking crack for the first time basically is just like losing virginity to the best looking person possible. Two thousand one, a crack odyssey. When you <laughs> when you smoke crack in nineteen ninety nine, you have two thousand one, a crack <laughs> odyssey. <laughs> I didn't even mind seeing the strange older guy give my girlfriend a shotgun, which is in, which is when someone takes a hit of rock and then oh. slowly blows the smoke in the other person's mouth. She immediately drove us to the motel room we rented earlier and picked up a rose along the way. A rose, I later would find out, is available at many convenience stores as a glass cylinder which contains a plastic rose, but is commonly used as a pipe. I don't even remember her setting up the rose or buying more crack since I just remember buying $20 worth, but we immediately sat down after a 25-minute drive which seemed to take forever. Normally, once we entered a room, we would immediately start having sex, but what? not this time. She laid out three Any to room. four... Any White room. rocks on the desk, and it began. Maybe he meant when we started entered a hotel room mm -hmm. or like the motel room. Okay. She took the first hit, of course, since it was she was a crack fiend, and gave the pipe to me. I took a hit, and I gave her a rocky shotgun per her request. Uh, I was so sprung on that coked up high that I waited anxiously with anticipation for her to give me her shotgun. I need to I break in here. I got to say uh, a rocky shotgun is when you curl your lip like Sylvester Stallone and it <laughs> blows the, the smoke more forcefully. <laughs> I found out later that the way we were smoking, it was very bad and basically uh -oh. a waste. I was pulling hard and she put the entire rock on the stem parenthesis pipe instead of oh breaking it up into pieces anyone that is experienced in crack smoking will tell you that you prolong your experiences by breaking up the rocks of course there's more surface area you smoked you said you smoked weed buddy like it's the same with weed come on come on the guy's sort of a noob at that as well and the guy's on crack he don't get on him for his thought process and his logical mistakes yeah after what seemed like 15 to 20 minutes, it was gone. Poof, like that. $80 worth of crack down the drain in less than basically 20 minutes. And we both wanted more. I went past my initial budget of $80 for the night, and we headed for the nearest ATM. I was so whacked out of my mind that I actually had the horrible thought of robbing an old lady. And I have never stolen in my life. But I wasn't worried about the morality so much as getting caught by the police. We repeated the cycle of smoking on the bed with her giving me instructions of breathe out. And then she put the pipe in my mouth while she lit it during my breathe in. She was, all right, this is long. Oh, it's almost end. over. Yeah. Yeah. I 
There were some unpleasant experiences that night. Every time she went to get a small crack, I became paranoid that the police would bust in the door any time, so I hid the pipe under the bed until she came back. Also, she was dreadfully wrong about the sex experience. Normally, I never had trouble performing, but this time, I had the hardest time getting it up. It seemed like it took forever, about two and a half hours after we started smoking, for us to be able to uh, for us to be intimate and it was different it wasn't great but it was a little more intense normally she would close her eyes when she was physical but she had her eyes wide open the whole time and kept her shirt on which was unusual for her after our love making she immediately wanted to go for a fourth crack run but i begged her not to go i didn't want her to get a pullover with rock in my car she seemed agitated and distressed and mentioned she needed to calm down but luckily she stayed the next day on Sunday morning on her way to her house, we both felt bad and regretted spending that much on rock. I probably spent 250 to $300 total after only planning to spend $80. We only smoked rock three times after that. <laughs> oh, okay. I broke up with her two months later during That's our anniversary win. month after two years of being on and off due to knowing she was a bad influence and stopped smoking rock for about eight months after the breakup. I relapsed and smoked on and off for the next three years until I rediscovered weed. I am now <laughs> sober nine months as of March 2011, but still remember and reminisce about my rocky experience almost every day. I have, I do have one thing in common with this guy. I really, really regret watching Young Rock. <laughs> so there we go that was something you think that guy's still alive not a chance Probably. that was he's written in 2011 weed. not a so chance he's dead i think i'm i'm team darren <laughs> I think he's still alive. He, even if not from crack he just sounds like the kind of guy who's gonna find something else to kill him. yes he just makes bad decisions right Mm-hmm. He puts a penny with uh, yellow rice. It's very bad. <laughs> it don't fucking match. All right. Let's talk wow. about our Spotify picks. It's intense. Every week we like to uh, throw some stuff on Spotify on a playlist we call the RIP Livecast Music Break. Give it a searchy search. You could find it in there. My pick this week is from Goth Legends, Susie and the Banshees, uh, with their classic monitor. Uh, the song just got stuck in my head this week because it's so damn catchy. So I wanted to share it. I assumed I had already included it on the playlist, but I had not. So that's why I picked it. Sid. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say RIP stands for Rainbow Invaded by Power Man 5000. Uh, and my song pick, I actually wanted to pick this song last week in honor of Trugoy the Dove from De La Soul passing away, sadly, and way too soon. But I noticed that there weren't De La Soul songs on Spotify for some reason. And then it turns out they're doing this big reissue thing. So as of, I think, yesterday, now all their their entire catalog is available. So this week I was able to. It's weird fucking timing, right? Like the dude died and then all of a sudden they have this big or this is planned all along oh no it's an inside job by the way did you know trugoy is yogurt backwards it's also a slur against non-jewish people is it (laughs) (laughs) yeah or a compliment i don't know depends on who's saying it i suppose uh but yeah so uh de la soul one of the greatest rap groups of all time especially when i was 
getting into hip hop as a youth. They were one of the most unique. They sort of made it cool to be like nerdy in hip hop, even more so than like Tribe Called Quest. They were like the nerdier Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like they're sort of like Keith Hernandez in a way, because like how he innovated defense for first base and people always mm-hmm. say, you know, he, he made it different. He was, he brought defense to first base and then no one did it for like the next 20 years. Yeah. So I feel like they're kind of the same. They did make it cool for a moment to be nerdy and hip hop. And then it completely vanished again. Until yeah. like very recently. No one picked up the mantle until. Yeah youtubers they owned that lane basically though their later stuff they their style sort of became more like just generic like hip-hop group they like they when they first came out like three feet high and rising they were like very hippy dippy and like they're like flowers and stuff and the way they like dressed in the videos and then subsequent albums it was less and less that i saw it as a natural extension like they sort of matured and they yeah. weren't at, but they didn't like i don't think I, I don't think they changed like their style consciously like to be marketable or anything yeah but yeah i'm a but, big uh, fan good choice yeah so i picked ego tripping which is probably my favorite de la soul song rest in peace true goy darren what was your choice my choice was linda ronstadt this is uh, one who's one of my favorite artists and i started uh listening to her shit again because she was featured prominently on the last of us which mm-hmm. i which i was uh finally got around to watching nice i watched all seven episodes in like three days so uh, i guess you like it i love it it's yeah, great nice. uh yeah. and it's fantastic it's like a throwback to old kind of shows in a lot of ways but uh she's also partially of mexican descent and she made us an album of uh mexican songs traditional folk songs so this is from that and came out in the 80s i think and it's called los arbolitos the song the song the album is called canciones de mi padre which means songs of my father Mm. and this song is called los arbolitos which means two little trees and it's an excellent album wonderful album she has a beautiful voice had huge crush on her as a child and she even aged very gracefully i would say and was a beautiful uh uh in her old age as well she rocked the white hair she's still alive right yeah i I didn't mean to say was i don't know i honestly don't know if she's alive i'll be real with you i haven't kept up with the the life of linda rodstead but i've seen pictures of her as an older lady 76 she looks looks great she has a still has a sweet young looking pixie-ish face with white hair yeah Anyway, Linda Ronstadt, huge fan. The song that was used in The Last of Us, so there was a couple of songs, and they were not from her her uh, Latin music mm. oeuvre, but more of her pop stuff. But she's pretty great. That was very cool. A great episode. Uh, that whole thing. I was like near tears in like two or three episodes. With characters that you just met five minutes ago, and like immediate that it's really impressive feat when a show can do that. Wonderful writing, everything yeah. about that show is just perfectly well made. Yep, two thumbs and way up. There's a few episodes that are like an hour and a half, and I don't even notice. Like I'm through it, I'm done, and I, and I look at the time, and I'm like, that was an hour and twenty minutes. Like what the fuck? Yeah, that's great. What is there? Two episodes left to the season? Maybe I don't know. We're through seven. And the next one comes out tomorrow. Yep. It's awesome. Wow. I like are that you better. Up or are you only watching the one? You only watched, I only the, watched the one with Nick Offerman. Which is the, the one with the Linda Ronstadt song. 
Yeah, and you don't really need to know anything else that happened to see that. Yeah, really. yeah, that that was very, very heartbreaking. It has yeah, a I had no yeah. other context. It has a little impact on the overall narrative, but not much. Uh, but I want to say that I am a big proponent of uh, of releasing shows one week at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and HBO does this, and a few other services. I really don't like having all the shows released. And this guy that spoke to one of my classes this year was uh, used to work at Netflix, wound up at Warner Brothers, I think, or something like that. And he was like, it's really killing television or it was killing television to have things just dumped out like they were during 2020. Like a lot of companies just put something out because they were losing so much fucking money because of COVID in theaters that they were like, all right, we'll just dump this out. And they released things that weren't meant to be released all at the same time for binging. Yeah. And it just made the conversation about shows like ridiculous. You used to get this week to week, like yeah. people are involved in the narrative threads and stuff. And all of a sudden it's like everyone's seen every little bit of it. And it just kind of. Well, also, I think it, 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 what sucked about it too is like if you didn't have the mo- a chance to see it, like, you know, there would be shows where I would see people, uh, writing about it and posting about it. And I would like avoid it because I didn't want spoilers because I knew I would watch the show. And then by the time I got around to watching it, I had no one to talk to about it because it's already old news. Yeah, that sucks. It just made everything more fleeting, I think. Yeah. I love what they do with the last of us is not the only example of this. There's a million shows that are doing this. I think it's coming back into fashion now to do this. I think it's great. I think primarily it's Netflix that still just releases everything at once. Most of the others, I think like Apple does it one a week, Hulu, HBO. Hulu's like 50, 50. I can't name it something off the top of my head, but they do dump some things on there. Okay. But yeah, Netflix is, the one that like everything is the binge model. Mm-hmm. Even the name binge, it's like you're bulimic or something. It's like, <laughs> why? It's just not yeah. a pleasant thing. It doesn't make it sound attractive to do that. I always thought that was a weird choice of word. It works, How are we doing the I'm... top? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm trying to wrap up here. No, sorry. <laughs> How are we doing the, uh, the uh, top live cast fans uh, of the week? You want to do it as Lemmy? All right. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't really have much of a lemmy, actually. Well, then, Darren, do you want to do it as lemmy? Is my lemmy that good? It's yeah, I think so. Okay. Eric, Benjamin, Danar, we're already off to a bad start because your names are not the same and you're not. That sounds like Bill Cosby. I don't think I can. <laughs> what? Do I don't think I have Bill Cosby. Eric, Benjamin, and Danar using the slot <laughs> machine. And Do it as Bill Cosby then. Yeah. Pudding. Well, there, we were talking about Ricky's yeah, earlier. That's right. <laughs> Sam, I am, and Mindy Mays keeper. There was an intern on I Spy that was Jewish, and I took a keeper and I put it in her mouth while she was sleeping. And then I fed her the jello pudding, and it wasn't kosher. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, shushushushushush. Cattle decaf, that's what I would give the girls to wake them up when I was done climbing off of them. That was oh a lot God. of fun. A lot of fun. And then Hugo likes tacos. My wife, Camille, she loves the tacos. But the problem is that she doesn't like me raping people. Okay. <laughs> Land the tanks. And LaCroix. LaCroix, not good. People drink the LaCroix and it dilutes the rape pills. 
you see. Okay. There's too much rape content. <laughs> you asked me to do Bill Cosby. This is what yeah, happens. What happens, yeah. Corey and Scotty H, I learned a lot about H on Erowid, but then what <laughs> happened was I got distracted by the Rufio article. You see. And then I've got uh, Doug Pickman and Douglas who are you, Levison. And hey, guys, it's Josh. You you all sound like men. I'm not interested in raping you, so you're all safe. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next Saturday. We love you. Bye. Kisses.